Cześć everyone, my name is Anita Ulikowska. And my name is Ania Siemiączko, and we are your local foreigners. Welcome to our episode on queuing in the UK. I think we can all agree that queuing is a real art in the British society, and it's something, one of the things that defines British culture. I think so, absolutely. I think there's, like you said, it's, it's art in itself. It's a big value and it's very different compared to, for example, Poland. I know we always compare it with Poland, but... Um, we're Polish, so... We're Polish, so we have the bias, right? <laughs> but I, I didn't realize um, that, that there is a different way of queuing until I came to the UK. And I realized that there are so many different rules and there is a certain... There's definitely queuing etiquette involved. Oh yeah, it's very specific and it's very right. strict and you can't break the rules of queuing. You can't. I no. think there's not that many sacred things in like generally Western society. You know, rules are broken all over and it's it's great. I really approve of that. Uh, <laughs> but queuing is definitely something that is absolutely sacred in the mm-hmm. UK. It feels that way. You can't break any rules you just have to adjust and follow the rules otherwise you'll be shouted at yeah. and not embraced so how would you describe those rules how would you describe queuing in the uk um, i mean by comparison to poland where there's no queue which we'll discuss later it's always a very orderly queue it's very clear mm-hmm. and and you kind of almost there's no excuse not to participate in the queue because that sometimes happens you say you're in a rush and you run somewhere and then you just say a counter of a shop or whatever and you just don't notice the queue and you just kind of cut across it but it's it's quite it's always quite clear there's no there shouldn't be any confusion Mm -hmm. so um yeah it's very orderly I agree, and I think even in terms of stru- it's it's very orderly in terms of the rules, but also in terms of uh, the the structure of it. And it's actually yeah. now that you talk about it, it sounds really funny that we go into the technicalities yeah. of queuing, literally dissecting the structure <laughs> of a British queue. I would I would love to uh, attach some. Uh, visuals to this episode as well so we could we could draw the different types of QA I'm sure that we could like I'm sure that there's probably um, academic works written on this topic so (laughs) in terms of the structure of the queue I think it's different in the UK compared to for example Poland because it's it tends to be one kind of one file could you say you know like one row of people okay yeah oh, okay yes yes you know like when yeah. when there's different counters say there's you're at the i don't know passport consulate you're waiting for your turn and if there are say five different um counters mm. you tend to have one one like row of people and then yeah. the person at the at the front of it goes to the next counter which is i think is a brilliant system because it's very like you always you can't get sure yeah that you can't get cheeky you can't get like because I think in a Polish queue describing the same phenomenon Mm -hmm. of queuing you have to say five (laughs) queues to the 
five counters. Mm-hmm. So when you just come into the building and you see yeah. five queues, you can get cheeky and you think, ha, this is the shortest queue, therefore I'm going to pick this one. Or with passport yeah. control, I'm going to choose a queue with no babies, mm-hmm. which I always do. I know I'll be <laughs> faster than all those stackers behind all those families because they'll take ages. Mm-hmm. And yes, and I'm always pretty much right. And I'm in, you know, I get ahead of yeah. the people that were the before me mm-hmm. but got stuck behind families uh, but in Britain that would not be the case because you'd have to wait your turn and if you arrived later you have to wait your turn mm-hmm. and also there is a ticketing system which now is becoming uh, more popular in Poland as well and I'm sure in other countries but it wasn't it wasn't around a few years ago I was surprised when sometimes I go to certain shops and they have a ticketing system um, yeah. And that really helps as well. It kind of solves everything. Actually, yeah. it, it actually dissolves the queue. Right? So it's, it's actually a queue killer. So, yeah. I mean, it's a bit sad in a way. Very Killer's practical. system. But that kills the queue. Yes. So I think it would be a very sad day for Britain if the mm-hmm. queue got killed because everyone had a ticket for number. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, the very controversial topic of queue jumping? Does it ever happen in the UK? I think it is hugely controversial when it happens. Yeah. And I remember being in a queue. Actually, no, my friend being in a queue who was Polish in the UK. Mm-hmm. And there was something like really silly queuing for. I can't remember, but nothing really serious. Mm. And, oh yes, the swimming pool. And I joined <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of waved at me. But I had three people before me. Mm-hmm. And in Poland... You would just join that friend. Yeah. No one would care because you're friends and it's like everyone's used to everyone jumping jump the queue. In the queue. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't do it. I I just I shook my head and I I just stood where I was because I was too embarrassed. I was too British to join her. And she couldn't understand it. When I mean, she's been in the UK only for a year. So uh-huh. maybe she's not been Britishified yet to the extent that we have been, but I couldn't bring myself to join her. It was only three people and it was a swimming pool. You didn't do it because you felt like you would have disrespected the other people. Yes, I thought it would be extremely impolite to do it. So I stood stood where I arrived and yeah, waited my turn. So do you, do you prefer this culture of queuing in the UK? rather than in Poland because it, it seems like you respect it a lot yeah. right yes and I think I do mm-hmm. and I'm not the most rule-abiding person <laughs> as you know <laughs> but I kind of find peace in clarity of queuing in Britain right. yes because I think well to me it is just extremely stressful to get sneaky and kind of yeah sneak your way in and then people giving you funny looks and you ignoring them or you kind of elbowing your way through and you know like we live in London we elbow our way through enough spaces already <laughs> so at least let me just stand in the queue in peace and wait my turn and then I don't have to think about it I have to just be stressing out about it yeah you know it's just not stressful I think cutting yeah. the queue is really stressful and or chaos is just really stressful Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of the queue. Yeah, I really agree on that too. I think having 
a clear clear set of rules on how to queue is just takes all that stress away that's why you know at airports where i think it was like a few years ago you wouldn't have a seat assigned to you when you were buying a flight ticket yes. right that was one of the most stressful oh, situations of my awful. life. It's like, oh my god, no, this race starts now. I still know. <laughs> yes, I still understand why they didn't do it in the first place. It made no sense for a plane not to have uh, assigned seats. I know. Like when I think about it now, it's like thinking about smoking clubs like, yeah. a few years ago. You know, it's like, you were like, seriously, we did that, and yeah. why did we like? Why did yeah. we not come up with this? very simple solution years ago <laughs> people kind of like arrived really early and you know yeah. kind of then stood up really early uh-huh. so everything was a strategy you know you had to yeah. kind of strategize everything and just uh-huh. be very kind of either elbowy or sneaky or you know get a fake pram with you like yeah. <laughs> crazy <laughs> tactics um but yeah very stressful i mm-hmm. agree but the funny thing is even now still when you have seats assigned to to your flight tickets people still queue and i don't get that but then people still clap so i think it's maybe just us oh my god no but yeah that's i think that's that's a purely polish characteristic however i haven't heard that for a long time by the way just to explain because maybe not everybody everyone has been on a plane to poland because i guess it happens only on planes with that are filled with polish people yeah in my experience, so, it's always just those planes. Yeah. There is this funny thing, and don't ask me where it comes from, though maybe you know where. When the plane lands, people give the pilot a clap. So it's like a, Which he can't hear because he's in a he pilot cabin. <laughs> well, maybe they can hear. Like, it's so loud that they probably can't <laughs> hear it. But there is like, you know, there's this like pompous music because like, yeah. obviously we're talking here about Ryanair. cheap Ryanair flights or yeah. occasional Exactly that. And then there is a round of applause. The first time I experienced that, I was so confused that I thought, oh shit, I missed something. I like, was there must clapping. have been like maybe there was you were clapping along. I was clapping away. It's like nineteen, <laughs> like, oh my god, what is this? I'm just trying to clap along. <laughs> Let's have a dance now. Yeah. And a shot Party. of vodka. <laughs> well, yeah. It was so funny. And it's it I haven't heard it for a long time. So maybe people are Maybe subsidized subsidized? Not subsidizing, subsiding. Subsidizing. That's yeah. the word. Um yeah. I think we're just losing our Polish souls. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we should Thankfully. just go back to clapping <laughs> and, and running for our seats. I, mean, I don't know where it comes from, that sort of like... Maybe we were without queues for so long mm. that even if we're told that there's a queue that everyone will obey, we just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And we will still disrespect the queue because we don't trust the queue. Maybe it's just lack of trust. Maybe it's the sort of thing where... You've got the seat, but do you really? Because <laughs> the system's against you and they'll probably kick you out of that plane if you don't get... I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe it's just conspiracy theories. Maybe. There is one explanation I can think of. It's the fact that sometimes... And again, like we're getting into such deep technicality of queuing on the plane. Uh, but it's the fact that you... You know, like when you... Uh, sometimes, if you're at the end, all the head lockers... Headlockers, the overhead overhead lockers, I think. overhead lockers, overhead yeah. lockers, yeah, they are full. So 
that means that when you sit down, you might not necessarily be able to put your luggage into the overhead locker. And that also means that at the end... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure everybody like we've all been there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like plan ahead. You you do, and you strategize. So you think, okay, if I can't put my suitcase above my head, I'm gonna have to put it somewhere else, and that means I'm gonna have to at the end of the flight let everybody out before I can get to my. Yeah, can you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically have no chance then. Yeah, Yeah. you're at the end. (laughs) (laughs) You're last (laughs) again. (laughs) <laughs> so that's the only that's the only reason I can think about, uh, like rather le- legitimate reason. So the, so mm. like, still I I can't mm. prioritize that. I, I always no. think like unless obviously you have like um transport book, then it's like within half an hour of landing or something, and like you really have to get somewhere by a certain time. I always think like what's, what, the, what's the rush? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'll just have my coffee. I'll wait. I'll read a yeah. bit of a book. I'm not going to be stressed. And I'll get to my destination anyway. Yeah, it's the case of 15 minutes or something, maybe, right? Yeah. I just thought about yeah. an example of when the queuing system in Britain can get confusing. Ooh. And it's down to British politeness. So back at that again. Oh, yeah. Never-ending British politeness. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where, say you're at the bar, mm. and then the barman asks, Who's next? Mm-hmm. And then four people go. I thought I think you were next. Oh no, I think you were. Oh maybe that guy over oh, there. Yes. Oh you know no, you you were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. walked behind the bar as well, and I saw that happen. And my thinking was always, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so and I'm not gonna try and remember who got here first because <laughs> I can't be bothered to actually pay attention to that. So whoever I see in front of my face. I'm going to serve first. And that was always my attitude as a barmaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that is classic British example. I don't think anyone in Poland will ever ask, oh, oh I, I don't know, maybe uh, that person was here first. Like, I've got a barman in front of me. I'm going to order my drink. I got here, mm-hmm. I will drink. Mm-hmm. Right? Not in a kind of rude way. I think people yeah. just not really think about, let's just double check. Let's scan this room and see if anyone <laughs> like else... Go or see you first when I'm just ordering yeah. a little drink. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Maybe you've worked in some very polite and posh bars. Well, because... I've worked in Clapham. So you know, okay. for anyone who knows Clapham, <laughs> that's... There uh, you go. Because I... Mm, that's not my experience, sadly. People just get drunk, so they, they forget about all the rules. They're just like, well, I don't care anymore. Like, am I am I British? Am I any other nationality? I'm just all the rules are thrown out the window, and yeah. I would have to like really, like you were saying, like elbow myself into the the front of the of the bar. Mm. And I don't remember anyone letting me in first, sadly. So maybe just went to different venues. With maybe. Maybe there was no British people there. Or maybe there was... Maybe exactly. Foreign bars. Yes, exactly. Those probably Polish... Yeah. Uh, Polish? Maybe Polish. <laughs> foreign bars when no one lets anyone <laughs> yeah. order first before them. That must have been it. Yeah, so I think that um, to, to summarise queuing in the UK, I think I would say that the, the main characteristic is that it's very respectful i think the goal of someone in a queue in britain is to yes to get to the front of the queue but 
Under no circumstances can you disrespect someone along the way. You follow the rule, you are here, you're in a certain order, and you're patiently waiting for your turn. Whereas queuing, the goal of queuing in Poland is very different. It's just to get there. Just to get there. It's like a primal instinct. You're, yeah, like, you're, you're in the queue. Okay, yes, we're, we're going to like... This, the game is on. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Try like me. <laughs> walking in London. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good parallel, parallel to mm-hmm. uh, walking in London. It's just, you know, all was out of the window. You are on a mission mm-hmm. and you're getting somewhere as yeah. fast as you can. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's just exactly the same with public queuing. Mm. As in non-existence of it. But you know, on on that point, it's actually quite interesting that there are there is so much respect around uh, queuing, but when it comes to the tube, yes, there are certain rules as well, and that can be a separate topic in itself. But I do think that uh, people are a lot more. Um, I think just pissed off and desperate when you're in a very busy tube. So you don't necessarily give someone a seat. Like sometimes I've seen situations where there was, you know, like a pregnant woman and she was, I didn't see her until, uh, because I was reading a book and I was further away from her, but a guy that was standing next to her, he actually, he like, he really loudly said, can please anyone give this woman a seat? She's pregnant. Yeah, like he actually had to set it, uh, say yeah. it for her, and and then someone stood up who was closer and gave her a seat. But very often people are just they pretend that they don't see, or sometimes they like they like legitimately don't see because they're reading or they're listening to something. They yeah. they have head down. But I feel like the experience of the tube is a lot like it's wild. I think it's general like big city versus small towns. Mm. In England, especially, like London is a very different beast to any other um, place in the UK, and in the case of politeness as well. Mm-hmm. However, on that note, just talking about the tube, I kind of got a contrary opinion. Not to, because I do agree with you that that happens, and mm-hmm. I've seen that happen as well. But British tube is the only tube I think where people wait outside for people to get off before going in. Mm-hmm. And that infuriates me, like, on published tube, for example. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know, anywhere else I've been. I don't think it's as clear. Like, German, in Berlin, or in Paris. Look at me being so cosmopolitan. Um, <laughs> I think majority of Brits will always wait for everyone to leave the train. Yes. And yeah. then board a train, which I That's love. Right. And it's so simple but it's just like please everyone follow that rule because it makes sense right? it makes sense and it's like i don't mm-hmm. understand why not many people do it and it's actually often the tourists mm-hmm. that just make their way in as in. people are mm-hmm. waiting outside and people are leaving mm-hmm. and you must want to just grab them and go you wait outside because uh-huh. everyone's doing that so don't be that dick on 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 that topic, I I have another anecdote from the tube where someone didn't follow that rule and they were trying to the train stop door opened it was full I was right at the end of the of the door mm. so basically like the door opened and I nearly fell out of the train so I actually stood out like I stepped out of the train so that um, other people can leave the train I was I was yeah. intending to go further. But I wanted other people to go into the, uh, go out of the train, 
and someone tried to get into that solid wall of people inside the train before they left and actually a lady who was inside she like she properly shouted at that person would you please let us leave first i i get the point it's it's fair fair play that you had the courage to say that to someone but i think just we can also correct each other's mistakes in a slightly nicer way but that just Mm, you know that's an example of how important that yeah that principle of letting other people leave the train first is important and because it makes so much sense and it makes life much easier and much more pleasant yeah and the tube is frustrating in itself i mean that's another episode of just discussing the london tube is a topic in itself and Mm. Just be nice. Just wait outside. Because everyone will shout at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but then you kind of deserve it. Because <laughs> it's stressful enough and it's horrible enough. And, you know, we don't we don't need that. We don't need rudeness on top of it all. Yeah. Well, this is just one last thing I've on the tube. I, at some point I thought, wow, could it, like, would it be not nice if we had this, like, London-wide experiment that for one day in a year... You had to, when you're on the tube, you had to prioritize other passengers. So you had to be super nice to other passengers. So give them a seat or, you know, like let them, let them into the train with no problems and just try and be super, super nice to the other person rather than prioritizing your own needs and see what happens. I think a miracle would happen. I approve of that. I think that's yes, a lovely idea. Exactly. Can we, like, <laughs> as, a, as a your local foreigner community, which uh, now consists of me and you, <laughs> can we just make this happen? Yeah, like, we can for, start like, it. Be, it could be a ripple effect, you know? Maybe yeah, someone will notice right? and pick it up and carry on. Exactly. Yeah. But back to uh, queuing in, in Poland. Yes. Yeah. So non-existence of it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's the first thing. That's it's a lot more wild and um, less rules. I guess less respect as well. One thing that really pisses me off about queuing in Poland, and if there is anyone listening who's Polish and you do that, please stop. It's when <laughs> when you stand in the queue and you've got someone right behind your back, like you can feel their breath on your neck. It's. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to calm myself down because uh-huh. it infuriates me. It doesn't make any sense. Like you're like we're moving at the speed of everybody else moving. So there's no, you're not gaining anything if you're just those two centimeters right behind my back. You might as well yeah. be, like, twenty centimeters right behind me. So. And it's funny because when you move, they will oh. move as well. So right, it's like yeah. No esca- it's like, escaping. It's yes. like you're not getting a message, mate. Yeah, like, it's I'm like two magnets. Moving away from yeah. you. <laughs> right. Um, but they assume the queue is moving. Don't do not do it. So another thing, I guess in general for public transport, is that sort of elbowing your way through mm-hmm. as well. Mm. And there's never like a line Mm-hmm. Like a classic British line in yeah. the queue. It's always a triangle it's tri- of, of people <laughs> trying to get into the bus oh, coach yeah, yeah. from all different sides. Uh-huh. So mm. it's not even like trying to queue with multiple like, people on one side. Mm. It's like any way possible. 
and I've seen it like a million times with my brother usually when uh, we wave him off and it's infuriating because my mm-hmm. stance is always do you know what I'll be I just wait till the end of this triangle mm-hmm. until this triangle of people just goes in and it's often like <laughs> a huge bus or huge coach and and you know there's plenty of seats on it the seats mm-hmm. for everyone yeah so there's no reason for that there's no reason to be so like determined and brutal in a way uh-huh. you know yeah totally you're, you're right now you say that i realize that that's also different um and i i guess the reason is because everybody wants to get the best seat like you know the the comfiest or next to the window <laughs> or whatever yeah but it's yeah not it's it's for me it's not worth it um and in the uk when you queue at the bus stop there is also a an ordered line mm. of people yes. rather than just like this mess like every like you get in there and you're like oh like you try and figure out who might be the last person and then you get into the bus in that order and that's so yes. wonderful but it's true that everyone kind of the bus stop somehow follows the etiquette and you don't really like get straight in there mm-hmm. and it's also i don't know if you've ever seen queues in uh, central london where buses are full mm-hmm. and so there's a queue of people and uh-huh. i've seen it i remember just being really surprised seeing it for the first time years ago where you know you've got your bus a certain number of people from that queue uh-huh. get on mm-hmm. and then the bus is full i guess and the queue just you know kind of steps ahead and waits at the end of the edge of the pavement uh-huh. it's the same queue and people kind of join in the queue and there's this whole big line and then spatially it would make more sense for them all to group together at the bus stop instead of forming this really <laughs> long queue but they do <laughs> in in line you know in line for the next bus and i think there's something really beautiful about that i think i've only seen it in um waterloo and oldwich mm-hmm. but yeah that happens that's sort of like very respectful one line queue <laughs> i feel like at the end of this we should create some kind of i don't know like art or some kind of expression of homage to the the, to the, queue. the, the queue in in britain because yeah. it's it's just so much more comfortable and makes a lot more sense less stressful it's just oh, yeah, yeah we bow to follow the art of queuing the, the british queuing etiquette mm. please <laughs> yeah definitely so is there anything else that um that you would say about the polish queue there's not much to say because it doesn't really exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so as much as I... It might be getting better, but I don't think there's still much to talk about, unfortunately. It's definitely not the phenomenon. I think it stems from years of trying to get things mm. at all costs. So it's generally difficult to get. Mm-hmm. And it's buried deep in Polish psyche mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know and maybe it'll just take some time to get eradicated but I think also there's some charm in those triangles outside coaches <laughs> and as much as I the don't really like them myself I mean that's kind of part of the charm in the same way when you arrived in Britain and you really find kind of solace and peace and yeah uh in British queues and and solidarity and just respect (laughs) it's nice to be respected I like that to be respected (laughs) thank you Britain for teaching me that (laughs) 
Okay, so I think this is a, a, a nice way to, to wrap up this um, nice, this sweet, short episode on queuing. On queuing in the UK. And um, I sincerely would like to thank Britain for, for teaching me a thing or two about queuing. Yes, <laughs> Which I never too. thought I would need to learn. Yeah, so no, we needed. But we I feel like I'm a did. professional queuer now. Me like too. Definitely advanced level. Yeah, totally a British system queuer. Yeah. So these were our ramblings on the the queuing in the UK and in Poland and other countries. And <laughs> we will speak with you another time. Yeah. And in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Social media. Follow us. Follow us. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can find uh, all the episodes. Uh, we've so far um, covered a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, have a browse through. Mm-hmm. And enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Do sushanya. Bye bye.